What is up, everybody? This is Alex, and you're listening to the American Toffee Podcast, serving up the latest Everton news and stateside views. I hope all of you are having an awesome week on the back of another poor result. Um, I wanted to record a lot sooner. I planned on doing a post-match on Sunday, um, but after the result, I legitimately just didn't have the motivation to do a post-match. I'm getting really, really tired of trying to find things to say and positives to take from poor result after poor result, especially, uh, you know, a match like Saturday where we literally just handed handed the win over to Burnley. Um, it was embarrassing and, and it was dreadful to watch. So I kind of decided to take a different approach uh, this week and I'd like to talk about um, how what Everton should be doing to prepare for next season. Um, and this preparation, well, one, it should have already started. Um, but two, if not, it absolutely should start now. We have nine matches left in the league. Um, as you all probably know, it ends in May. Um, and then we'll have a couple of months over the summer. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of changes that have to be made again this summer, unfortunately. Um, but it's going to be all about striking a balance. So, number one on the list um, for preparation for next season is going to be uh, finding a new manager. I don't think it comes to as a surprise to anyone that uh, Sam Allardyce shouldn't be continuing um, past this season. He signed an 18-month contract in the fall. Um, I personally think that it was only 18 months because it didn't want to give the appearance that we were only signing him uh, to get the club out of the relegation zone, and that's that. Or stabilize it. I guess Unsworth did that. Um, you know, just to stabilize the club. I, th- I want to say that the figure I saw was $9 million, um, for his contract. But nonetheless, um, for such a short contract, even 18 months, it was going to take a lot of money to sign him. Um, and they had to do something because he was obviously not their first choice either. Uh, I remember when it was going on. They held talks with him. I th- I want to say he was one of the first people they held talks with. Um, and then all of a sudden they came back and he was signed. But nonetheless, um, a manager should be high up there, right? They have to create a shortlist now. They need to have five or six guys on their list. Um, and they, but they, But they need to have... They literally need to have reasons as to why they would pursue these guys, right? The board needs to meet... And say, you know, okay, here's number one on the list, and these are the four reasons why he would be a good fit for the club pending an interview and, and this, that, and the other, right? Because you can look at a name and, and look at a style of play all you want, but at the same time, a business, right? The club is a business. Um, they're providing a product. A business is always going to fail if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, right? So they need to come up with a short list. They need to come up with five, six guys, and they need to be able to articulate to each other, you know, why why would we sign so and so or or this person or this person. Um, and furthermore, everyone needs to understand the style of play they want to achieve with the appointment. Right? You're talking about your director of football, which may or may not be Steve Walsh. Still, who knows? Um, along with the board, you know, Farhad Moshiri, right? Everybody needs to make an agreement as to what type of style we're aiming for, right? Because 
you know, Everton can talk all they want about ambition. They can throw money around, but you have nothing if you don't have a brand, right? Let's take Arsenal, for example. They're usually known for um, fluid attacking football, right? Or in general, maybe not, uh, maybe not as of late. Well, Everton have nothing of the sorts, right? Martinez came in. He was trying to play a possession-based game. That was exciting to watch, but defense was terrible. Ronald Koeman um, came in, and he was he was playing a more balanced type of game, but it obviously all started in the back, right? He had his he had his wingers um, always track back. His midfielders doing a lot of the hard work, all that good stuff. Um, so it was more of a balanced type of of football. And then you have Sam Allardyce, which is much more of a a defensive-minded, let's play on the counterattack um, style. So the board has to come up with and agree with what type of, of style of play they'd like to achieve before they can even create this short list of managers, right? Because you want to make sure that um, the guys you're looking at are going to fit the mold and, and the brand that they need to start building. I think people um, underestimate the power of brand branding and football in general, but that's what they need to do. Um, and while creating this short list of managers... Uh, they need to aim as high as possible. No excuses. Um, it's my understanding that in January they were aiming as high as possible. Um, unfortunately, to be as blunt as possible, um, Everton cannot attract the same type of manager that, say, Arsenal might be looking for in the summer because I think everyone's pretty aware that they'll probably look for a new manager, and I think it's way over too, right? We cannot attract the same type of manager that they can. And that's, that's not even due to money anymore. It's, it's the fact that, um, you know, Arsenal already has a foundation. They have a brand. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but as of a couple of years ago, at least, maybe a year or two ago, Arsenal was actually the most followed um, uh, Premier League team in the United States. So that's interesting. You, you would think that it was probably Manchester United, if I had to guess, um, but it's actually Arsenal. Um, but I'm going off on a tangent. Point is, we have to aim high, but, you know... People can complain all they want that, oh, all we got was Sam Allardyce, right? But at the end of the day, you have to understand that Moshiri has already said, no matter what, whether it's transfers, uh, player wages, money is not an issue. He said this a couple months ago. Fantastic statement, right? And it's and it's true. It's obviously true. He's spending a buttload of money on the team and on the club in general. But money can only take you so far. So when you have managers... When you have top top managers that might just not just might not be in a job right now, right? Take Thomas Tuchel for example from uh, Dortmund, right? So he performed, in my opinion, fantastic for Dortmund. Uh, I think it was last season, and he was let go. And from my understanding, that was due to uh, just disagreements between him and the board, right? And I also am pretty sure that there are rumors going around, at the very least, at the very least, rumors that Everton approached him and he just wouldn't take the job. He wanted something. A little quote-unquote better or uh, a quote-unquote bigger club um, so people will will complain and do complain all the time about lack of ambition especially in in the managerial front because we've been through well three already this season but the point is I do personally have faith that they're gonna aim as high as possible but it doesn't mean it's always gonna come off so they're most likely gonna have to find a balance between someone that's been performing well but doesn't have a huge commercial name um, and so, you know, for my last point on, on the shortlist of managers, right, in my opinion, it needs to be someone with Champions League experience, right? Someone that comes with the understanding of, of the tactics and, and the pressure at the highest level of football um, that Everton can encounter. And the reason I say this is because of the fact that 
Everton can say all they want. They want to try crack the top five, top six, top four, right? Well, what happens when you get there, right? It's not enough to get there. You need to perform. You don't need to be. You don't need to get your your butt handed to you in the Champions League because what was the point of of finishing so high and taking the extra matches and then probably not doing so well in the league because you've got to take the extra matches and travel all over, you know, all over uh, Europe. So you need someone with the experience, at least some experience, right, um, to understand how the con- uh, competition works, right, to instill some confidence in the players, you know, because they'll be thinking, okay, my manager has done this before. So we understand that, okay, maybe he's setting up ta- tactics a little differently than we've done ever before for this match leading into the group stage. But, uh, you know, he obviously knows what he's doing. He did this, this, and this with whatever team it was. Um, so to wrap things up on that point, again, they need to already have a short list of managers. They all need to be in agreement of, of style of play. Um, they need to aim as high as possible for who they're looking to a point, um, specifically with Champions League experience. So next up, right, uh, players. In order to prepare for next season, they need to figure out their players. Um, they need there are there are uh, in my mind a couple of groups that you're looking at. You're looking at one guys that are out on loan right now, um, which are a couple first teamers, but a lot of young guys and guys that are trying to break into the first team or have broken in and just got sent out on loan. Um, you have another group, which are going to be your fringe first team players. These are guys like Klassen, uh, Vlasic, um, you might even talk, uh, John Joe Kenny, um, who else? Uh, I wouldn't put Davies in the mix, but those type of guys. Um, and then you have another group of, of, of players and, and we're going to call those the bad eggs. Um, I think it's very, very clear this season that we have some guys in there with bad attitudes. Um, one of them is gone in Morales, but uh, we, I think we still have more, unfortunately. And then lastly, you have the group of players that um, I think everyone can pretty much say definitively that'll be here and still play a really big part next season. So what they need to do is they need to evaluate how loans are going. Um, Callum Connolly, I believe... I think he's at Ipswich, and I saw this report today. He was talking about how his loan was going well, but recently um, he hasn't really been contacted by Everton at all. And he said that he was disappointed in the lack of lack of communication um, during the loan spell. And that's pretty alarming because I always take pride in the fact that Everton is so good at um, breeding young players and, and um, uh, incorporating them into the mix for the first team especially with how much talent Everton has at the club. Um, and so that's kind of alarming to hear, but they need to sit down and take a cold, hard look at who's on loan, right? How they're performing, who even has a shot at making the first team, right? So uh, first person that comes into mind would be Kieran Dowell. Um, I know he's in, I, th- I think he has 10 or 11 goals on the season, but he's been in this, a little bit of a slump of, in form, which is, Always bound to happen, but 10 goals in the championship is, is for an attacking midfielder, is still a great return. I know that a lot of the fans um, at Nottingham Forest, I believe that's where he's at, a lot of the fans have regarded him as one of the best on the pitch for them all season, regardless of slump and form. You know, obviously another person uh, still very confused about it would be Lookman, right? 
I'm praying that he does not try to leave at the end of the season. Um, I'm 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 leaning towards he won't. But um, another one, Besic, right? Besic is, seems to be doing pretty well at Middlesbrough. So these guys that um, are loaned out, they need to take a look at them and say, you know, do we really think these guys can make the make the first team next season, or can they not? Um, I personally would really like to see Kieran Dowell in the first team next season. I think we honestly could have used him this season. Honestly, we really could have. Um, and it would have been a good experience, especially seeing as how we're going to finish mid-table anyway. So may as well have blooded the young, another young player. Um, next up, fringe players, right? Klassen, Vlasic, uh, you know, maybe John Joe Kenny since Coleman's coming back. Although I think he probably retained his places back up, right back over Kuko. Um, these guys really, uh, we saw, we actually saw, I think yesterday, uh, Funes Mori and Klassen start for the U23s. I've been confused as to why Klassen hasn't gotten matches for the U23s all season, um, but he must have been performing that bad in training. Unsworth, after the match, said that he played okay, um, but said that he put in a lot of good work and he'll get better as game time comes, so I'm hoping that he's going to continue playing matches for the U23s. I personally really want to see him stay at the club over the summer, especially with a new manager, and see him brought in the mix because he's obviously a really talented player, captain uh, Ajax to the Europa League final. Um, so I want to see him work out. Vlasic especially as well. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with him either. You'd think that he would be getting U23 time, but maybe their thought process is why take it from, from the kids that can play at that level um, instead of giving these other you know, these first teamers, uh, you know, a second, third, fourth, fifth chance, but need to talk to the French players, um, and see what, what they'd like to do and what the club would like to do. It's going to be hard to do these things, especially dealing with the players in this piece right here, because you don't know who your manager is going to be yet. And, you know, how does the club do that without Sam Allardyce? Um, you know, they can't. So you got to think Sam Allardyce is having these conversations with him, probably knowing full well that he won't be here. So um, next up, you know, the bad eggs, right? I think we all saw Williams display on Saturday. Um, I know a lot of people don't really high, highly regard him anymore. I still find it so odd that, you know, him and Jagielka performed so well last season together. Um, I want to say the statistics showed them as the fifth best well, Everton had the fifth best defense in the league um, based on goals allowed and this, that, and the other, whatever statistics it was. Um, I mean, I understand they're getting older, but anyway. It seems like he's not been in the right uh, headspace. He's not performed well. I think he's one of them, to be honest. I would have much rather seen Coleman get the armband, but that's beside the point. Um, as far as other other bad eggs, I really can't think of anyone that strikes me as the type, but you never know. Um, it also came out uh, that Ghana ran about 20 yards at, uh, during the match to, to uh, yell at Jordan Pickford uh, because on whichever goal it was because he didn't come out quick enough um, to snuff out the danger. It, I think it was maybe the first goal. Yeah, it was the first goal. Um, so I'm not, not really sure, but the bad eggs, in my opinion, just need to go. Uh Again, I do think there has to be some type of balance found between another big overhaul of players and then just overhauling a certain amount of players that you know has to go or should go. 
um, because as we saw last summer, you know, we had, I don't know how many, I want to say close to 10 additions, and, or maybe 10 additions on the season if you include January. And we just found out real quick that no matter who it was brought in, they weren't, they weren't going to be able to fit in with their team. I mean, you're looking at our starting lineup this season, and that's also due to injury, but how many guys in our starting lineup this season have were starting last year? It's really a minority, honestly. So I think that's that's a thing. Um, and then obviously the guys that are going to play a big role per usual, you know, Coleman, Baines, uh, Tom Davies, Sigurdsson, Walcott, hopefully Tozun, all these guys. Um, just to, uh, just need to touch base with them and make sure that they want to be there because um, you never know where people's heads are at. And then lastly, last thing um, Everton, the club, needs to do to prepare for next season already is straightening out the board. So there are rumors coming out that Ken Wright and Elstone are leaving at the end of the season. Um, Ken Wright I could very well see because, you know, he's gotten so old. I know he was sick maybe a year or two ago. Um, he's done a lot for the club. So I could see it. I think that Moshiri is the right man to take it forward. I know he's he's been taking steps to own a majority of the shares. I'm not sure if he does now or maybe he will. Um, I don't know much about Elstone. I know a lot of people don't like him. Um, again, I personally don't know enough about him to have an opinion. But if those rumors are true, not only are we going to have turnover again at the player and manager level, but we're going to have turnover on the board level, um, which could be good. A lot of people also don't think Steve Walsh should continue as director of football. I personally, this is going to be very controversial, I think Steve Walsh should stay for at least another um, another window. Because, you know, the way the club has it set up, the director of football and the manager have to both agree on a player to sign him, right? So you can say all day long that Steve Walsh, it's his fault for the summer, but you got to think you had Kuman in there who also had an influence, right? You know, Steve Walsh could have very much came up and said, we need to sign Sandro just as well as Ronald Kuman could have. And there are always going to be pressures. You can say all you want, okay, well, you know, Steve Walsh could have said no to someone Kuman wanted that wasn't up to par or vice versa. But, you know, just like Martinez kind of talked about, or, or the plan with Martinez was, or even Komen, right? You have to build a system, and it takes a couple years to build a system and get the players you want playing the right game that you want, right? And so I don't think that it makes sense to fire him after one year. I think we give him at least through the summer. Um, January was obviously a good window so far, assuming Tosun um, works out. It's not like Walcott was some amazing find. Everyone knows he's uh, pretty consistent in the league, and, and I think he was a great uh, buy. But um, give him another six months. So in general, what's going to have to happen is whether, you know, board members leave or stay they all need to sit down and have a real frank meeting and make sure they're all on the same page right this is what we want to accomplish this is the type of football we want to start playing this is the brand we'd like to um, start to bring to uh, the world as far as what Everton Football Club is this is the type of manager we want to hire and then I have it all caps on my uh, show notes today ambition um, because you can talk about it all day long, and Moshiri's putting his wallet where his mouth is, right? But are the board members? That's the question, right? Are the board members really um, uh, applying actions to what they keep talking about, right? And so I think I think what they do need to do right now, right now, 
is make start making the tough decisions in every aspect so that over the summer Everton is ready to go and we see a much better football team than we did this year. Um, so with that, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, again, this is this episode's going to be up on PrinceRupertsTower.com. Uh, I'm going to type up a pretty nice article about it as well. Possibly give a little more details as I as I think through some more. Um, so check it out if you have time. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. <clears throat>